Hi guys, welcome to Intentional Homeschooling. I'm Chantelle, and today we're going to be talking about books, specifically my 12-year-old's favorite books. So if you haven't been here before, I like to read a lot myself, have my kids read a lot, and a lot of what this channel and podcast is about is about books. And it's been, I think, two years, this summer will be two years since my daughter came on and talked about some of her favorite books that she'd been reading. And I thought it was time for an update because her reading tastes have changed. But if you're ever looking for book recommendations or ideas, definitely sign up for my newsletter. I kind of mention this in every podcast episode, but I send out a newsletter about every week and I generally say something that each of my kids and myself are reading. It's not necessarily a recommendation because we're generally in the middle of the books, so we don't know how they're going to end, but they're ideas that you can go and look up and maybe they will be good ones. So definitely sign up for the newsletter. It is always linked in the description and the show notes so that you can get in on all the bookish news. Well, maybe not all the bookish news. I have a whole separate YouTube channel and separate newsletter for like my bookish stuff, but it, it gives you a little peek into my bookish stuff and more of a peek into our homeschool books. If you want even more book ideas, recommendations, every month or two I'm sharing reading wrap-ups here where I share some of our favorites and right away I'm going to be starting a book club for kids in my membership and it's an atypical kind of book club. It is based off of like the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Society where kids are just going to share a book they enjoyed each month and it doesn't require you to all read the same book. So I think that will be another way to get a lot more good book recommendations. I also want to mention because people ask me a lot on like how do I proofread books for my kids and how do I make sure the content that is in the books that I'm giving them is good for them. Um, I have a few different things that I do here. First of all, I did proofread a lot to begin with. Because I'm a reader, I find that's worked really well for me, but I know not every mom is. And that is part of the reason that I have used my website, intentionalhomeschooling.com, to create a bunch of book lists so I could do some of that proofreading for people. Now my daughter is at the age and stage where I feel like I've given her a good base and she knows when there's content in a book that she doesn't want to be reading and she will quit it. Another good tip, something that I like to do, is go onto Goodreads for the web, not the app, and you can see what books are tagged as and that generally gives you a bit of an idea or you can read some of the reviews and have a general idea on like what is included in books and what is not. That has been really helpful as well. I also want to note that my daughter is not a very sensitive reader. Most of these books are fine, but some of them are on really hard topics, and surprisingly, even though she is a sensitive person, hard topics don't bother her in her reading. Um, so some of these, and I'll kind of mention if I think maybe some kids would have some issues with them, um, but she does not. And another thing to note is she used to, if you go back to watch the video from two years ago, she used to be really into fantasy, and in the last couple of years she's definitely migrated more towards contemporary as her favorite genre, so that's interesting. So I thought since I was going to be sharing so many books in this episode, I was not going to share a book from the vault because my, I asked my daughter her favorites and she's like, top 10 or just favorites? And it's, it's ended up being quite a few, so we're just going to kind of dive right in. Like always, I will have all of these books linked in the show notes so you don't have to worry about scrambling to write them all down. 
I will have you covered if you miss anything. It's all in the show notes so you can just follow the link there and see all the books. So I've tried to organize this by category. We'll see how well I did here. We're gonna start with graphic novels because those are, it's the shortest section. There's only two books here and my daughter definitely has a favorite author and artist when it comes to graphic novels and that is Raina Telgemeier. So she really likes this book Guts. It is about anxiety and she's gone through an anxious phase and this book has helped her tremendously just realizing that she's not alone and she often takes this places with her and reads it to help calm her anxiety. I am personally not a graphic novel. I don't know, I just can't really get into them very well. Um, so I haven't read either of these. There's this one and then also by Raina Telgemeier is the book Ghost, Ghosts. And I don't really know anything about this, but I do know that one of the main characters has cystic fibrosis. And my daughter has a fascination with books with characters with illnesses or disabilities or kind of like a, a wide spectrum of things. But I think this might be the book that kind of sparked that interest because she had read this one quite a while ago and she's been kind of on a kick, kind of requesting all the various books kind of on that topic recently. So. Those are her two favorite graphic novels. Now, going into fantasy, this is a series that my daughter is currently rereading, The Spiderwick Chronicles. The main characters, I think, are nine in here. So often, as kids get older, they don't want to read books with characters that are so young, but she has started rereading it. We also have a bind-up with, I think it's a five-book series, and she's just loving it, flying through it. This is a story where there are three kids that move to this house, and they start to notice little creatures. I don't remember the names. Almost like kind of little fairies or something and things are going on and they kind of get sucked into this, not complete fantasy world, but the fantasy side of the world that they live in. And we listened to these on audio together as a family years and years ago. And she's reread it a number of times. And this one, like most fantasy, does have some dark moments. So if your kid is sensitive, I would suggest maybe either reading this together or kind of like putting it off for a little bit for them. And this is one that's been a favorite of hers for a long time, Harry Potter, the entire series. I don't know if this needs a whole lot of explaining. Very popular series. It's one that she read probably starting when she was about nine and just flew through them, really enjoyed it. I think it's maybe fizzling a bit, but I think it will always hold that like nostalgic place in her heart. And then while we're talking about Harry Potter, uh, Keeper of the Lost Cities is very similar as far as we've got a girl who finds out that she's actually an elf and then she kind of goes into this fantasy world again even though even the real world is still going on um my daughter has really enjoyed this series it's still being written um it's almost complete though i think and it has some really good characters so this main character finds out she's an elf and that's why she's been able to hear people's thoughts because that's what elves can do in this world is they can they have a bunch of different gifts and hers is the gift of telepathy like harry potter she is kind of set apart as a bit of a chosen one so it has those themes if your kids like harry potter i would definitely recommend the keeper of the lost city series and it's really good on audio i didn't really know what category to put this one in uh the series of unfortunate events i feel like it's, it's definitely not fantasy but i mean it's not like blatantly fa fantasy, but it's so out there, it feels like fantasy. Um, this is another one where I don't think I would give this to a sensitive reader. It's about um, a sibling set who become orphans and they go to live with 
someone. I think pretty much in every book they go to live with someone else and bad things just kind of keep happening around them I'll say. It was interesting. I listened to the first, I don't know, like four books maybe together with my kids and then it fizzled out and then my daughter went on to read the rest of them and she has really enjoyed the series. Now we'll move on to historical fiction. One that we don't own is called To Stand on My Own. This is a Dear Canada book about polio. I haven't read it so I don't know anything about it but once again talking about disabilities she really enjoys books on that topic and this is one of her favorite Dear Canada books. Her other favorite Dear Canada book is If I Die Before I Wake. This is about the flu epidemic, the Spanish flu, um, and this is set in Toronto. Also haven't read this one, but she said it's amazing how many similarities there are between the Spanish flu and COVID, which yes, there definitely is. One of my favorite historical middle grade historical fiction writers is Jennifer E. Nielsen, and my daughter's favorite book by her is Words on Fire. I told her we'll just agree to disagree on this one because I have a different favorite. But this one is set in Lithuania uh, when the Russians are occupying Lithuania and they are burning all the Lithuanian books and our main character is a book smuggler. Um, she's trying to keep books around and this one was a good read. This is a, a place and a time that I'd never read anything about so I, I like that she doesn't always just write about the typical historical fiction times and stuff. Definitely recommend this one, but personally I think A Night Divided is even better. That's about the Berlin Wall. Okay, two more historical fiction. These are companion novels. So we've got The Wednesday Wars, which is set during the Vietnam War, and Okay for Now, and this is the summer of 1968. So in The Wednesday Wars we follow Hauling Hood Hood in 1967, and so the war is going on and he is struggling in this one class with this one teacher. This one, oh, also definitely listen to these on audio. They are excellent. They're hard to explain, I find, but there are themes of friendship and I guess just learning different things that you're interested in, being okay with being a little bit different. Definitely enjoyed the Wednesday Wars and then Okay For Now, you have to read these in order because the main character in Okay For Now is kind of like the bully in The Wednesday Wars and if you read Okay For Now first you're gonna feel sorry for her. You're gonna, I don't know, sympathize with the bully I think too much in The Wednesday Wars uh, but in this one we follow Doug Switek where he, he moves and we are with him in the summer after the move and also there are like Vietnam War themes and he finds himself at the local library a lot going through um, John James Audubon's Birds of America and yeah these are very well done. There's actually a third book in this series, a third companion novel he wrote like 10 years later. I wouldn't... I didn't like it. I didn't like what he did with it at all. My daughter and I pretend it doesn't even exist. So these two are great. I would say don't go beyond these two. We're gonna do a very short non-fiction section here and then we'll go on to the contemporary section which is definitely the largest. So a book I got her for Christmas that she loved is Dear Allie, How Do You Write a Book? And these are just tons of tips and interviews with Allie Carter about writing. And if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you can see all the tabs that my daughter tabbed <laughs> in this book. Things that she thought were interesting. This is more than I tab my books even. So she definitely loved this one. There is everything from like 
how do you format a book, um, how do you make a story truly meaningful, how do you make your work important rather than just a silly story. If you write a character into a corner, how do you write the character out of it? How do you write really good plot twists? Do you need to plan ahead? How do you keep it from being too obvious while also not being too ridiculous? And she answers these questions herself. She interviews different people. Do you have any tips or tricks for getting to know your characters? What is some advice for how a writer can shape their characters and develop unique, interesting personalities for each one? Definitely, if your kids are interested in writing at all, I would recommend this book. She just kept gravitating towards it. So that was that was fun to see. And then her other non-fiction favorite is one of the books in the Christian Heroes Then and Now series, and it's Ida Scudder. So she was a doctor in India, I think. It's been a while since I read it. She grew up in India. Her dad was a doctor. She vowed to never be one. She didn't want to live in India. She didn't want to be a doctor. And God had different plans. And that's where she ended up. And she did some amazing stuff there. Um, very good book. Very good on audio as well. Now we are on to the contemporary stack. There are a few that we don't own. Um, the first one I'm going to talk about is One for the Murphys. This is about a girl in foster care. She goes to a foster home and uh, this was, I don't know if this was a sensitive time when I was reading it, but it made me tear up. It was such a good look at what children feel in foster care. Uh, I think the girl was 12, the main character, and it was just encouraging to see how the mother of the home was trying to help her and I loved it. My daughter loved it. Definitely recommend it. Another really good one is Forget Me Not. This one, the main character has Tourette's and she has moved to a new city, school, and her doctor has told her not to tell people that she has Tourette's and so she's trying to stop the tics but the more you try to stop them, the more they come out. And because she wasn't telling people, then she was kind of just coming off as weird. And it is written in verse and it is very well done. It's actually based on the author's true story, kind of. The author was diagnosed as an adult, I think, and told not to tell people that she had Tourette's, which is terrible advice, let me just say. I read this one first and then gave it to my daughter to read because it was really well done and she enjoyed it as well. And then also another novel in verse is Worst Case Colin. So this is a boy that kind of had a bit of a traumatizing event and he sees like the worst case scenario in everything. He has a notebook where he's writing tips on what to do in case you're like in the ocean with a shark or like, you know, like things that just generally most of us don't experience. He was just worried about every single situation. Also very well done. That one she was just raving about as she was reading. Okay, then I think I own the rest here. So we've got Absolutely Truly. This one is, the subtitle is A Pumpkin Falls Mystery or that's the series. I wouldn't really put it down as a mystery series. There's like, there's a little bit of a mystery, but it doesn't feel like a mystery book. So in this one we follow a girl named Truly Lovejoy who moves towns and She's just trying to blend in a bit, but she's really tall and feels a bit awkward and her uh, family owns a bookstore and I guess it's just I guess it's just her trying to figure out this new life that they're living. I thought it was pretty good. My daughter obviously enjoyed it more because it's on her favorite list. Now this one is a little bit more I would say like older middle grade young YA. It is all fall down. Actually this one has very heavy topics. So our main character, her name is Grace. She goes to live with her grandfather, who is the ambassador for the United States in a fictitious um, European country. 
and Grace had a traumatic event a few years ago. Spent a lot of time kind of like in the psych ward and going through therapy and it, it's very heavy. I was, when my daughter told me to read this one, I was expecting something a little bit more haha -ha funny instead of like, oh, this is dark and depressing, <laughs> but it's also very well done. So she actually, the traumatic event that she saw was that her mother was murdered, but nobody believes her that her mother was murdered and now she has just seen the murderer but nobody believes her so it's her trying to figure out how to find some evidence i guess to um show that he murdered her mom so this is the first in a series and i think she gave it's a trilogy she gave all three books five stars then we've got greetings from witness protection this one i would have loved as a kid i loved it as an adult witness protection they've decided to do something different they are to, in order to help hide families better they are taking kids out of foster care and adding them into families. So these are kids that just can't be placed in homes for whatever reason. So we are with our main character who changes names because of this. And I never remember. I think she mostly goes by Charlotte or Nikki. Those are the, her two main names, I think. <laughs> um, she gets added into this family with two parents and a brother. And she's supposed to try to help them kind of stay hidden. And it's, it's just very well done. There's there's some good funny lines in here and I thoroughly enjoyed this and I'm glad my daughter did as well. And as a kid, I think I would have just tried to put myself in that situation and would have had so much fun with this. This one is one I have not read. It is Caleb and Kit. This is, uh, I think the main character or one of the two uh, has cystic fibrosis as well. So she went on a hunt, like I said a while ago, um, looking for books that had kids with different disabilities and illnesses and so in this one we have 12 year old Kit who has oh, 12 year old Caleb who has cystic fibrosis and then he meets Kit. I haven't read it though I should because she has raved about this one a lot. Another free verse one which is actually funny because she doesn't really like novels in verse but I do um, but quite a few made it onto her list. This one is Closer to Nowhere by Ellen Hopkins. This is another kind of like foster care-esque book, but we actually follow Kelvin, whose mother has died from cancer and his father is in jail. So he goes to live with his aunt and uncle and cousin. So it's not really foster care, but he's having to live in a different house. And it's this book alternates between Hannah and Kelvin's points of view. So every time it is Hannah's point of view, her chapters start with definitions. Definition of quirk. Weird habit. And then we go on to, oh maybe they don't completely alternate because Calvin's are fact or fiction. Owls are bad luck. So his are fact or fiction and hers are definitions and this is incredibly well written. I very much enjoyed this book. Okay and then the last one, I'm pretty sure, unless I forgot, are kind of like together. Here we've got Wonder and Augie and Me. So I think most people know about Wonder. It is about a boy who has a kind of like a facial deformity, I think. Um, it's been a while since I read it. And he stops homeschooling and goes to school. And so this is kind of like his time learning to have some friends. And then Augie and Me is three stories from Wonder where we follow, I think, three of the characters from Wonder. I have not read Augie and Me, but she has really enjoyed this. We watched the movie after we listened to the book as well. Very, very well done. Um, and my daughter was actually born with her soft spot in her head grew 
close too early and so her head was starting to grow awkwardly I will say um, and she had to have surgery and so I think she can kind of relate a little bit to this book as well which just kind of adds an extra element of connection to it I think. So there you have it. Those are my daughter's favorite books right now as she is 12 kind of in that like upper middle grade starting to dabble in YA books. Um, good YA books which can be hard to navigate a bit. If you guys have recommendations for her I would love to hear them in the comments. You can click over to the YouTube video if you are listening to the podcast and like I said I will have all these link books linked for you. Thanks so much for being here.